joining me. Today we're going to chat about the difference between paleo and keto for a diet protocol. Um, I think that there can be a lot of confusion and there can also be ways that you kind of incorporate both just depending on your own needs and desires. So in general, paleo really focuses on the kind of food that you're having, meaning you typically cut out grains, legumes, and dairy, but you don't really focus on your macronutrients. Macronutrients are your fats, proteins, and carbs. So you can have all the carbs you want, but then they're not gonna be coming from like chips and <laughs> donuts and you know, all that stuff. They're gonna be coming from like healthy carbs. So you could have like sweet potatoes and all the fruit you want and things like that. That's gonna look different on keto. So that's kind of paleo in a nutshell. I will say that there is some wiggle room and some different perspective when it comes to dairy and legumes. And I would direct you to Chris Cresser. He is one of my favorite functional practitioners and he really goes into, well, the why behind your protocol matters so much. And really, when you look at it from um, a research and science basis, some people are just fine with legumes and dairy. And the reason you're removing them should be because of how your body responds, not just be because those are the rules. Um, that's where we kind of fail sometimes with quote diets and things like that. So um, that's for another show in terms of like, legumes and dairy and if you should or should not be having them a lot of it has to do with the kind and I don't just mean like what it's called but like how it's prepared have the legumes been soaked um the dairy like how is it super processed is it low fat I hope you're not drinking low fat dairy or any kind of low fat dairy products but again for another show um so a lot of it is what it really is not just like oh it's milk or it's a bean you know so um, there's a little wiggle room there, but in a nutshell, paleo is about the kind of food that you eat. And really the reason is because um, there are a lot of things that we have in our standard American diet, sugar, oh, I should have added sugar. Sugar is one of them. Um, like just your normal table sugar. That's not included on paleo. You can have things like coconut sugar and honey, um, but not your standard processed table sugar. So with the sugars, the grains, the processed everything that we typically have on the standard American diet, inflammation goes through the roof and it causes so many of the chronic ailments that we have today. Um, a lot of autoimmune stuff, so it, that can look like rheumatoid, rheumatoid arthritis. I have a hard time with that word, obviously. Um, rosacea, it can look like lupus. It can look like a number of things. Um, Crohn's, like so many, I mean, the autoimmune is like, there's so many different things. Um, and it can even cause things like anxiety and depression, just different skin issues. I mean, so many. Typically also, side note, but an important one, if you have one kind of autoimmune condition, like let's say Hashimoto's, you likely, very, very likely have another one, if not several. So lupus and Hashimoto's or rosacea and whatever, a Crohn's disease. Um, typically they're, they come in multiples and that is because inflammation is just like something that is systemic in your body and 
it just decides how you are specifically special and it wants to attack your thyroid or it wants to attack your skin or anyway again that's for another show we will go deeper into that but that is why those foods are removed in a paleo diet um, and it's more like back to the basics like how how we were eating before the industrial revolution that's paleo keto is an entirely different animal and you can also do keto in different ways so keto is really really focused on your macronutrients it's a high amount of fat and i'm talking like 70 80 percent um, protein is around 20 usually and then carbs are around five ish percent of your entire caloric intake for the day there's arguments with like certain rules which if you know me at all you know that i don't love the rules because we are very individual people men versus women versus age versus our hormones versus any other underlying things that we have so i don't really like the cookie cutter approach which is why i do what i do so but that is really a general like how you can understand what keto is now with that being said you're likely not going to be eating greens you're likely not going to be eating you know sugar and things like that on keto because obviously there go your carbs like through the roof however um, I do like to teach people that it's less about the food and more about the, the macros in general. And let me break that down a little bit. I mean, um, and I'm all about holistic and whole foods, clean foods. So I don't do sugar, period. Like I don't do processed sugar, period. Even if I'm not like being strict with my keto, um, I don't do junk. <laughs> Of course, every once in a while, I'm human, you know, I'll, I'll indulge, but I don't do it often at all anymore because it just makes me feel like crud. I'll say that. So, um, but I will do things like use a tiny bit of honey in a recipe every once in a while or dates. You can, um, blend up dates and those can be like a good sweetener in something, um, you can, you know, coconut sugar is something people like to use a lot, or maybe I'll have like a little bit of sweet potato or like, I love acorn squash. Maybe I'll have that and it's like carbier than like normal. But if you break it down within your whole entire day and you're having a little bit or, you know, a big recipe and there's like two tablespoons of pure maple syrup, which is a great sweetener, um, then it's not going to amount to very much for your one little serving that is okay because it's really the end result of the entire day. And, and the idea with keto is that you're controlling your blood sugar. So your blood sugar and your insulin response is what really gets us into trouble. It makes us feel like crap and drives all sorts of this other stuff. And so with keto, the reason you're keeping your macronutrients that, where they are is so that you control all of that and you feel stabilized. Um, when I started keto, I was somebody who had to have food with me at all times even when i started paleo because i did paleo before i did keto and i was just like you don't want to catch me without food and it wasn't that i would necessarily get hangry i would get sometimes that i'm sure people have experienced that low blood sugar feeling where all of a sudden the room starts closing in on you i would get jittery all those things so i always had even something like a lara bar some like nuts and fruit and stuff like that like healthy stuff but oftentimes it was like pretty carby. And so I was, I was really stuck on that blood sugar roller coaster and I had to have food like before I worked out. Anyway, my life is not like that anymore at all. And I love it. Love, love, love. Cause I don't feel like food controls me necessarily. So 
that is really it in a nutshell, the difference between paleo and keto. And then some people kind of marry the two and don't do dairy on keto. Um, don't do certain things that you'll find like are kind of within the rules of paleo. And that's totally fine. Um, you really have to do it in a way, either, either one, in a way that works for you and what your body responds best to. That's why I don't like the black and white rules. I really don't. It, it um, really doesn't work. And people end up trying things like I've seen over and over again. Like, um, you know, I work specifically with women and I'll see them trying like keto and, oh my gosh, it's not working for me. So they try to quote keto harder and like lower their carbs even more. And, um, you know, lower their calories and do all these things. And it ends up like they're kind of beating their head up against the wall. And that's because really we need to step back and maybe their body's reacting because they're having too much dairy and they don't need to be having dairy. Or maybe there's a hormonal imbalance underlying that we need to address. Or maybe there's some heavy metal toxicity or, you know, I could go on and on. And so that's where I feel like people need to like pry their little fingers off of the rules I know that it can be tempting because we like things in this nice little box with this structure and okay, just go one, two, three through the steps and it's going to be like magic. Well, fortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Um, I personally love to dive down into these little like rabbit holes with people's health and figure out like, okay, what's really going on? I love it. Um, but I understand where it can be frustrating, but just remember that in the end, just remember you don't have to do either one of these things or anything in a certain cookie cutter way. And I think that's awesome. I hear all the time people like, well, I can't, I can't do keto because I just can't do dairy. Well, keto does not equate dairy at all. People do keto all the time without dairy. People even do keto if they're like vegetarian or vegan. I find that that would be so hard, <laughs> but it, ha it does like it works. It works for some people. You just have to be very, very, very careful and like really focus and it would be a lot of work, but it is doable. So if you have any input or anything you'd like to share or questions, please reach out. I am Jessica Parker, holistic health coach. You can reach me at jess at healthwithjess.com. You can find me on Facebook, Health with Jess, or on Instagram, Health with Jessica. And I do have to mention our sponsor, which is my family business, Oregon Valley Farm, which you can find us on the internet, of course, and we ship to many states, um, OregonValleyFarm.com. And we are all about pasture-raised, sustainable meat. We do beef, pork, and chicken, no antibiotics, no added hormones. The beef is grass-fed and finished. So um, look us up. All right, have an awesome day.